0: That's the sound of a day starting outright. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 zero turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant Voodoo track tires, turbo-force deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro, count on it.
1: The S&E Podcast Channel Podcast episode two hundred and seventy-four. The gang is back together because you know, Vin and I just ramble and it's just the two of us.
0: Oh, it's dangerous.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even bother listening.
1: I don't know, Danny. Danny,
0: you would have been. You would have went, went zero for ten,
1: Danny. I'm calling it now.
0: We did a, a list of ten met the top ten Met home runs of the decade. Top ten Mets home run yeah, runs. Yeah, I made Steve try to guess them. It, it, it went pretty well, actually.
1: He passed. I got, huh. like, a 68. Yeah. Like a regular school test.
2: On your <laughs> list or a list that was no, out no, on No,
1: no, he the, found he, his YouTube, YouTube wormhole oh, okay. went down. In, uh...
2: Got it. Was yeah, Wilmer, how high was Wilmer Flores' home run? It was number two.
1: Would you have ranked that in front of David's postseason home run?
2: The one in the World Series? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Okay. So, okay. yeah, well, I said the same the thing, Series but that was somewhere. one.
0: Yeah, they put the World Series number 1. Great moment. Looking back on it. Looking back,
2: if if there was any sort of home run things, I think the Comforto home runs were more important and it just unfortunately It really
1: it didn't have to do with importance, but the David you know, home no, run no, no, was no, like his thing, one if, and if, only if World Series had moment.
2: home runs in the World Series. I think the Comforto 2 home run game was more significant than the David Wright home run.
0: That's they right. put a, That's a lot of David impact. Like number four was the one he hit in yeah. Philly when he came back from the injury. Right. Like that was a, the number four of the decade. So it was it was a David Wright heavy list. Makes sense.
1: Well, Vin and I were at Yankee Stadium, watching the Yankees Astros go zero zero for nine innings, and then Alvarez come in and walk three guys, and then I think and it was Beltran hit a, a sack fly to win fly, the yeah. game. <laughs>
2: Was... I actually remember that now that you guys are saying that. And then, it who was
1: it, the Yankee throwing, the 95, throwing 108 in the seventh inning?
0: Who was it again?
1: One of the Yankee starters. I think he was what coming off f- Tommy John, too.
0: Oh, well, who was it? No, it's going to piss me off that I can't remember this guy's name. Well, while you're looking that up, so the other home runs he-
1: that we're missing from the list, Danny. Which I thought should have been on there. So the first one had three walk off home runs. They were all grand slams. Fine, okay. But what about the three home runs in a row against Washington? Wasn't on the list. That same well, year of the woman, be... right? The Sunday night game.
2: Yeah, that should be on there. It
0: was Nathan Ovaldi.
1: Right. It was Ovaldi throwing one hundred and thirty miles an hour in the ninth, in the eighth inning of a
0: zero yeah. zero game, in all. He yep. had a, he had a four ERA that year. Probably his best start. <laughs>
1: That's why he got a contract. Didn't he win the Cy Young the following year?
0: Evaldi? No, <laughs> that's Parcello. That's our... Porcello you're thinking of, yeah.
1: But he became a big part of the Redskin rotation, didn't he? Evaldi, or was it the bullpen? Sox?
0: Yeah, yeah. He still is. He still well, is. He's the only that... guy in there. He was really he's, good in the playoffs. He, yeah.
2: Yeah. He was. He was the uh, bad, lo- unlucky guy when they had the the 18 inning World Series game, and he right. like shut them down, and then unfortunately got the loss because
0: yeah he they were like hurt. yeah he do seven shout out of the day i think and then gave up the home run okay 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 well being that it's
1: holiday season mm-hmm. um snd S&E podcast has been looking for of course our yearly holiday charity give back things and of course we're going to do something big come super bowl preview time at the end of the month end of january uh but being holiday season right now we uh a friend of mine who we actually raised some money for a couple of years ago, whose son had cancer when he was five. Um, somebody he became very close with, his name is Carson. Um, they actually go to school together. Um, well, his, this kid Carson is 11 years old and his cancer actually returned. Um, kid had, I'm not even going to try and pronounce the type of cancer it is. It's just the long word. Um, Lost vision in one eye. Uses two hearing aids. Um, the charity run that they have, if you want to search for it on Facebook, is called... Hold on, I just had it. Uh, Courage for Carson. Uh, big deal. Uh, it was actually about a week ago. Anders uh, leave the New York Islanders. Actually went and visited him at his house. Brought him a signed jersey. Brought him some stuff. Hung out with him for a little bit. Of course, you know, social distance and COVID the whole nine yards and you know, brought a couple Islander masks for him to use when he goes for chemo and treatments and all that fun stuff. So they do have a GoFundMe page of which us at the SMD podcast have decided that for the next week, for every listen this episode gets, we'll be raising $3 for the GoFundMe page to help out Carson and his family. Um, of course, our, our prayers are out there for them for nothing but the best.
2: Right. No. Yeah. Um, like, I've always mentioned, like, when I had to deal with my stuff four years ago, and seeing kids the having to battle the similar things, or just having to go through what I did, or many other people do, you just, it rocks your world. It, it really, deeply rocks my world. Like, it, it, it really is crippling sometimes to see these kids having to battle what other people have to battle, and it's just... Hope, you just hope and pray for those people that uh, there's a cure or whatever, they find a way to prevail and just it, it, speaking from actually knowing it, the feeling firsthand, it's it, the kids like the, that That always was the toughest for me, seeing like like kids not even knowing like this, the finer things of just being a kid, you know and like that's that's why it's so important to us as well. So uh hopefully hopefully we can help him out as much as we possibly can and hopefully he hopefully he continues the battle and hopefully something helps him out.
1: Yeah, so. definitely. Um and again holiday season and it's great, because 'cause we'll talk about this in a little bit. Hockey's returning in a couple of weeks and the kids a huge Islander fan. Um the Blue and Orange Army and also um the Drive for Five group actually did a charity event before one of the home games about a year ago uh to raise money for him i was actually talking to our friend fess um earlier in the week about it um trying to see if what we could do for him from the group and he was actually telling me we've already done everything we've given him a bunch of stuff from the group that we have like scarves and a couple hats some of the bracelets that we have so we've actually gone actually i didn't even know that we've actually already been a part of it um so, of course, they're going to help us out by sharing our stuff to so make sure we're getting some listens in for him. Um, big deal, like I said last week, the team sending a player out there, his favorite player, um, to have that moment. And Anders Lee is one of those guys that, you know, every year usually does the Can Jam event um, after one of the 1 o'clock home games in the building um, to raise his money with the team and the players like teaming up like with one person based on their donation numbers um so shout out to of course them and Anders Lee for doing that for carson someone's landline is ringing yeah <laughs> somebody's car warranty is up um <laughs> i got that call the other day for my 2004 heavy malibu you know the one that got washed away during hurricane sandy
0: you're like, if you can find it. <laughs> I, I
1: actually, you know what? I was at lunch. It was during work. I was working and I was having lunch. I was sitting at a pizza place and I picked up because I thought it was, could be a customer, right? And of course, you always pick them up now because they are local numbers every time they call. Correct. Correct. Um, So I picked up and I got somebody on the phone and I was like, can you tell me where the car is? I was like, if you could tell me the exact location and get it to me, I will call you back and consider having this conversation about the warranty and then they hung up on me of course my favorite spam call now is the half a ring and then they hang up and leave a voicemail
0: yeah and it's like an, it's an automated thing or whatever yeah yeah I haven't gotten
1: the voicemail one the voicemail one usually telling me how I can't afford health insurance
0: <laughs> or like I used to get the one where it's like you're wanted by the FBI or something <laughs> yeah. I'm like, my... oh, great. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: my favorite so one is the so social high. security one. You get that guy who picks up the phone and goes, yeah, your social
0: security is on the front. I was like, oh, okay. So you're in the IRS, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We get those people. We honestly have gotten people at work multiple times, like elderly people, <laughs> trying to buy gift cards because they think their children are actually kidnapped. And it's like <laughs> whatever. And I'm like, it's,
2: on, it's honestly sad.
0: It really is. The s and
1: Podcast channel could be listened to on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and, of course, s We could also be found on all of the social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't forget, since you love our show so much, make sure to rate, review, and, of course, share with all your family and friends. Speaking of elderly people is that time of the year we're getting up to where we're going to start seeing all the uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame uh, analysts decide and post their ballots for the 2021 is it 2021 or 2020?
0: 2021 yes. class, induction class are they doing but like one next big next year and...
2: they're having the 20 and 21 because they yeah. didn't have are they doing two they didn't weekends have or
0: one big show
2: I'm assuming one big show because there's only Jeter and
0: and Walker, so... Right, and they're only probably going to get one person this year, I think. Maybe two. <laughs> can you imagine they did two years when we were there? <laughs> I wouldn't... mean <laughs> We already got shit from the Mariners fans for not staying for Griffey. <laughs> imagine the shit we would have got for not staying for a whole other year. <laughs> I can imma-
2: like It's like going to a graduation and you're like, oh... I, like if it wasn't for like a loved one being at graduation, you're just like, no, I'm never going to another
0: one ever again. Correct. It it, it's like going to a graduation that you got up at four a.m. to drive to, and then right. sat outside in the sun all day for. Like, yeah, yeah that gonna, wasn't that was the well, worst part.
1: So. It was like seven a.m. when we were started si- sitting. So from that point on. It was just like a disaster and we had and we didn't realize that we were going to park like 5 miles away with a cooler with no yeah. wheels. <laughs> yeah, we had we had to go. Yeah, but we had to be there. Yeah. We had to be
2: there. Right.
0: It was like
1: I don't even remember what time we left. That was crazy. That was a good time though.
0: I probably left like 5ish.
1: I wanna say it was a little bit earlier than that. All I remember is we lost we the satellite radio connection. Baseball, I remember I, I remember, we lost the satellite connection in the car.
0: Did we?
1: For the... We were listening to, like, XM radio, and we lost the connection at one point while we were driving. Because who knows where the hell we were.
0: We were on Black Road.
1: No, that was going home. Oh, okay. So... So, how do you guys want to do this? You want to just do?
0: We'll just go person by person, and just... yeah, well,
1: yeah. Okay, you guys have it like marked or something.
0: Yeah, I, I sent mean, you, I to, just wrote I sent a you mine in the group chat, but yeah. Then you. Yeah, <laughs> well, I would say like Steven, you say yours, and then I'll say mine, and then Danny. Yeah, that works. I don't. I, <laughs> one of There's
1: you guys one. go first, because I'm gonna be honest. I'm first looking.
2: <laughs> All right. I don't have any stats behind it. I'm just going off my life. eye test. <laughs> eye test of just no-brainer. Your brainers. life memories. I like right. it. Um, obviously, no-brainer number one would be Barry Bonds, but people are upset that he quote-unquote took steroids, so people are mad about that. And The next person I'm, I don't like as a person or a player, but obviously you can't leave him off the list, is Roger Clemens, just because. He's Roger Clemens, and he's really good at baseball. Didn't need steroids, but it helped. Um, Todd Helton. I know a lot of people are going to roll their eyes, but he was pretty awesome his whole career with the Rockies, but he also played enough that it was like, all right, yeah, he plays for the Rockies in Coors Field, but he also was always a good overall player that would be like, all right, Hall of Fame. Um... The next one I would have uh, he's obviously not going to make it is uh, Manny Ramirez. So that's just another obvious one. The other one I have is Kurt Schilling. And just because of his play, he's basically the Eli Manning of the MLB. Um, yeah, his regular seasons weren't the prettiest and would get things done. But the minute it turned to October and a bunch of World Series starts and the World Series victories and just being on the 04 Red Sox alone plus the 01 Diamondbacks should get him in the Hall of Fame and then wrapping this up actually yes wrapping it up is uh, Gary Sheffield, 500 home runs need I say more and just an overall good player and I did not mark him down but he should I will mark him down again. I'll fix that, or just disclaimer it when, when we post this. Uh, I also am gonna say Sammy Sosa, just because he brought baseball back in '98 and hit a couple of 60 home run seasons, even though he never quote unquote was the home run king, but he did hit 60 multiple times, and though he helped bring baseball back from the, the doldrums of the lock. Uh, the, the strike from 95, 94, I should say. So those are my game, guys.
0: Okay. I, I agree. I, agree most of, I, I guess, I don't know. I didn't Helton, put Sosa Hel- on.
2: Yeah, Halton would be the only one I could see people, like, arguing about. I I, I, I thought
1: Helton. glove-wise Helton would get it. Right. He so was one I of the said- best defensive first basemen we ever had.
0: Danny, you, you explained pretty well. I mean, Clemens and Bonds, I think we all agree are kind of like they're in. They they should be. Um, they're but gonna they, they they
2: were great without steroids and then the steroids Correct. just made them on
0: human. I'll be interested because this is you only get 10 years on a ballot. Right. And this is their last year along with Schilling. So I don't know Michael Gallup if... this game. Holy shit. I, I don't know if they're going to get in, they probably won't. Um I also put Halton I didn't put Schilling. He probably should be in. I just really hate him.
2: Yeah, I'm like, um, putting everything to the side about him. Obviously. You, yeah. he, he, he's basically the Eli Manning uh, player-wise of
0: MLP. Yeah. Um. I... Okay, so my other ones, I have three other ones, and they're probably a little off the board, but I do think... So one is Scott Rowland. Okay. There's a lot... Of... There's a lot of things going on there. First of all, like glove wise, like we said before about um, Helton, Roland's an eight time go Glover and was one of the best offensive third basemen in the league. Also, there's only like 15 third basemen in the whole offense. That feels like a low number it's for a hundred and whatever years of baseball. There's 15. So we need to get that number up. We need to give the third baseman some love. So I'm putting Scott Roland in. Um, okay. I didn't put many just because it's too many positive tests. I'm no, just, no, I, that's fair. I couldn't I, I, do it. That's um, fair. I did put Billy Wagner in, though. I mean, reliever-wise, not many people better than Wags. So, Left-handed, yeah. too. Yeah, and I put Andrew Jones in because, to me, Andrew Jones was the best defensive center fielder I've ever seen, and he hit 40 home runs a couple times. I just feel like he was underrated, so I wanted to show him some love. With, with my we, train of thought
2: of the them. voting, my train of thought of the voting was, we just got to get these guys in, and then next year I will
0: get the players that you're naming now. You you're probably I mean? right. Like, Wagner, I think, yeah. Because they all got some years left.
1: Bonds and Clemens are the two without years left, basically.
0: And, and, right. Yeah, and Chilling. Oh. Uh, left. Okay. Steven, anything? All right, so I have
1: Bonds, Clemens, Helton, just like you guys had. Helton, again, one of the best defensive first baseman, if you're going to look first baseman-wise. Like, defensive-wise, definitely. Um, I also put Torrey Hunter on here, another guy that I just thought longevity was big with him um, and just always, always was, like, somebody you went to go watch. And, like, because his name was always either hitting or fielding also. Again, defensive. Sure. Um Andy Pettit has always been one of my favorite guys ever to watch play, play baseball. Schmuck. Uh, one of, <laughs> I or, don't
2: – I, like – yeah, he would be in my 2022 ballot. If,
1: I, if <laughs> I'm if i looking at Yankees all time, Andy Pettit's up there for me. Because, like, that guy – nobody picked anybody off more than that guy – that guy was, you know, the glove up against the eyes with just the brim and the glove with the eyes going through. That it was, is iconic. That, that is, is an iconic look. Something you'll never see again. Nobody will ever scare you like that. Maybe Jake one day. Someone will get that picture and be able to be like, oh, side by side. Look at this.
0: He did it like every time, too. It was. It had to have been intimidating. It had to have been.
1: Right. Um, I also had Manny. I did put chilling on here. Again, a, a workhorse, you know, wasn't great, but you know, a lot of a lot of guys in the baseball Hall of Fame were never really. There are a lot of guys in there that just weren't great; they were good enough, right? Uh, um, and
2: and and then and then, Schilling being in '01 and 0-4 should just automatically get him there.
1: Well, yeah, '01 definitely. Um, I said Manny Scott Rowland, just like Vin said, in the best third baseman we have ever seen. All around, uh, one of the best shortstops, Omar Viscal. You know, yeah, defensively I thought
0: about Vizquel because again, this defensively, thing, like
2: yeah, def- Yeah, if Vizquel just did a little bit more offensively, he would be in it.
0: But like, yeah, but that's but the like, thing though. Like, he did things defensively like I've never seen anybody else do.
2: Right, but you're you're just I don't know. It's, it's... I, I
0: agree. He just it was too little with the with offensively.
2: And like and like see like the, if like I know you guys both did center fielders between Andrew Jones and Torrey Hunter, both great players. I would probably lean more towards Andrew Jones than Torrey Hunter. It's there like obviously Torrey Hunter was very good, but like whenever I watched them, I was never like oh, this guy's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he'll he made the All Star game a couple times, but I never got that. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer type of vibe from him. Like, I got a little bit more with Andrew Jones. especially. My his, biggest uh, thing
1: with Andrew Jones was that after, like, 10 years of great, nothing, right. there was nothing else for that guy.
2: Right. Then, uh, that's why I, that's why I left him off the list, too. But if I had to name Andrew Jones or Tori Honor and I had, like, a gun to my head.
1: I'm. That's I, why I would picked hunter because he consistently throughout his years was always the same guy where andrew jones like i said he had maybe 10 years and then just dropped off and just
2: vanished but i i think andrew jones's 10 years were better than tory hunters and then uh, and then, then it tailed off. uh but obviously they're both very great players hall of fame worthy that's up for discussion and then of
1: course fans. my last one just like Vince said billy wagner the best left handed closers in baseball history. Um, should have been on the mound in game seven, but whatever. Yeah. Let's not get into that.
0: Oh, boy.
2: Oh, no. I'm not getting into that.
1: Six and a half months of putting him in in a tie game in the ninth inning at home.
2: Well, I think they backfired because of game two, and then they're like, yeah, do we do this again? But let's not get into it.
1: <laughs> I'm still doing it. <laughs>
0: I it's funny that you mentioned that because Game 2 annoys me more than Game 7 does. Like Scott Spezio and Sotoguchi will forever annoy me. Cuz they Spizio. had that series after if they win Game 2. It's over.
1: Scott Spezio with his little uh with his little, little red, red, soul pat, red soul patch. <laughs> That's a
0: fumble.
1: Alrighty. Um. All right. So, like we said, we don't get actual votes. Um. So when you go, oh, we uh,
2: don't. So this doesn't actually count. <laughs> so when you go,
1: put these into a uh, a gambling pool, you degenerates that are listening. Um. It's not our fault.
2: Uh. uh yeah. Honestly, though, Bonds and Clemens should just get in, and people are just so stuck in the mud about it. It's. It's just. It's just crazy. I've said but... this
1: for years. Derek Jeter's speech needs to end with 20 years of steroids. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> How great would that be? If I mean, you, I would, everybody would go nuts, and then they would have no choice but to put guys like Bonds and Schilling, everybody on the Mitchell report that deserved it would be in.
2: Like and the, and they never and they never got tested positive or anything about it. That's the crazy thing. Like Arod Arod's never gonna make it because A Rod was suspended for a whole
0: season. Right. But like there's someone in who did steroids for sure. Oh, one
2: hundred percent. And like it could it easily be Mike Piazza, yeah. Don't know. Bia- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if you guys read the book. I know like I, I read it and the thing that stood out to me was like he just kept saying he did all these things until they were illegal and then stopped. So that's doing steroids, right?
2: But everybody, if it wasn't if it wasn't illegal, then it, you you can't you can't fault them for not taking it.
1: Yeah, what are you going to go that's test Hank right. Aaron? Like, like Babe Ruth was known for sitting in the dugout with a cigar in his mouth, having a beer. And then going to take a bat.
2: Like, are you gonna discredit <laughs> the 80s for taking greenies and taking Coke and all that other crazy stuff? Like, come on.
1: Right, like so, take like, the Met World Series trophy away because they all wrote books about what they did on the in the clubhouse during the games. Like, you can't go back in time. It's a sport that you always wanted to be better than the last guy. And when you really think about it. Baseball is one of the tougher sports to really make it. Like, really fully make it. It's one of the tougher sports. Because you have your your 25-man roster, right? But you also have, like, six minor league leagues that you had to worry about. And there was always somebody coming in trying to be better than you.
2: No, it's it's you're you're right when it comes to that.
0: So, you want to switch to football really quick?
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: Well, um, you guys go for it. I mean. Oh, speaking of oh.
1: Right before we go into football, also, um, Phil Necro today.
0: Oh yeah, while we're case. recording.
1: Yep, and also the wrestler known as uh, Luke Harper and Brody Lee. Yeah. It was also yeah, sudden. That,
2: the very sudden death. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, it came out that it really wasn't sudden. It was actually something that they've been knowing. It was coming. It was, I think it may have been lung cancer.
2: Good. Oh, because yeah. his
1: wife is the one that posted about him passing away. And it said, like, this is not COVID related. He's been getting treatment at the Mayo Clinic. Okay. For something. And it's been, like they've kind of kept him off tv for a while at AEW and all that stuff and people apparently knew it was happening what was happening but nobody knew it was going to be this sudden
0: right yeah i was going to say like you know, i mean the main reaction that i saw was from Bray Wyatt and he seemed more in you shock you know su- surprised yeah it would be the
2: yeah the, the, it, it, like he like, can tell like he was like the outcrying of all the wrestlers from AEW just the whole wrestling community AEW, WWE and then wherever else he's been just the outcrying of how much of a great person he was and right. how everybody wanted to be with him and hang out with him on the road and everything like that it just goes to show how good of a wrestler he really was with the character he did like that that mysterious creepy Right. creepy character you know what i mean like for sure like it really goes to show how great of a wrestler he was in terms of like being in character um
1: and i do recommend the uh he was what uh, it was like i want to say like three maybe four months ago he was on with the jericho podcast and you if you actually like listen to that podcast he talks about all the creative ideas he went to vince with And he went to the writers with. And they all just kept pushing it away. And like when you listen to it. And compare it to what they actually gave him. Like if they went with that. He would have still been in WWE. He'd be super successful in WWE. And everybody would have been behind it. Right. But they just didn't want to change their direction. With the way that they saw him.
2: It's not a bash. Because obviously the guy just died. And everything like that. But they really, really could have made that faction so much better than what it really turned out to be at the end of the day. And it's unfortunate they really missed. Like, granted, now Bray is doing his own thing now with the, the Fiend and everything like that. But the beginning of that faction, like, it could have been so much more and still been going on. But unfortunately, they stopped really, like, Catering to it, and it, it's unfortunate because, because I remember the first time I saw it, and and being at the Barclays Center for Raw, and like that shit popped, man. It the Wyatt, really, it like the Wyatt, yeah. the shit really popped off, and like just how good of a faction it, it was, and then, like I think, it... I, I think WWE really missed the boat on that one, and, yeah. and, and, but, and like we, they were just weird him, enough. Between, Between him and, uh, what's his face?
1: Rowan. Well, Er yeah,
2: well, I'm talking Er about them, and I'm talking about uh, Rusev. Those two, I think, were big misses on WWE's part.
1: And I just feel like... In recent years. They could have done so much more with the Wyatt function in general. I just feel like they focused so much on Bray, who was the head of it, but never really focused on it being a, a, a group. Right.
0: Well, I mean, you saw, I they don't value you know factions as much clearly, because it's the same thing with the shield.
1: Yeah, but the I way mean, they like broke right, up the, the shield. The way they did it
2: with the shield was perfect.
1: Was was great the way they did it and the way they brought it back, kind of all getting together with Roman yeah. with the with the cancer and them just kind of having to regroup together and then try and figure it out based on the cancer and. All that fun stuff, and then them breaking up again, like Ambrose going nuts and like realizing, like, you screwed me once, so I'm not gonna let you do it again, I'm gonna get ahead of it. And like, they really did a good job to, the whole like breakup. The Y family, they just like Rowan got hurt, so here we go, now it's just Bray, or they were all together, and then one guy, another guy got hurt, and now it's just this guy. And they never really, like we said, really worked with them as a faction, like what they do at the New Day for, I think it was what. 8 years Ever. or so that they kept them together, something like Ever. that. And like now it's like now they're separating it. They want Big E to go on a singles run, but
2: about time for that as well.
0: I mean, the, the real question is why does WWE hate Kofi Kingston? That's really the real question. Cuz he's been extremely exciting forever and they just never give him, give him a shot. He did have a title
2: like, yeah, angles. well, yeah, he had his WrestleMania moment last year, but but like like let's be fair, like yeah, he he's great and he does what he needs to do, but yeah, he's not a no star. Like you're right. like Biggie, Biggie's like the prototypical WWE superstar that yeah. just hasn't gotten that like the
1: push. Fun, you know what I mean? He hasn't gotten the push. Yeah. Well, he just won the uh, the Intercontinental title, so he's going oh. into the new year as a title holder, a singles title holder. Something. So hopefully that'll start developing. That um, they're putting the Usos as they're they're making a, a Samoan, faction, which is interesting, because the Usos are gonna be with Reigns, with Reigns. So it'd be interesting to see. But yeah, but again, it comes back to WWE missed a boat for about the last seven years on guys that are now striving in other companies.
2: Yeah, definitely. And that's all and because of it, them wanting Co- their own creativity. Cody Rose is one of them. Cody, Cody Rose. Rose is Co- Cody.
0: Right,
1: and even yeah. Jericho. Like, if you listen but to him well, talk I about had Jericho, there, Jericho there, had a there, good run with WWE, yes. But if you listen to, like, the way he kind of ended his career with them, and the way he talks to all, like, because again, they go, when WWE releases them, of course, they get there. You can't talk. You can't do anything for X, Y, and Z days. I think it's like, depending on the tier you were in, it was 90 days. If it's like one of those big, big tiers that you were on, it was like 180 days or something like that. But still, he gets them on their podcasts and then has these conversations. and he, And they start talking about all these creative ideas they had and they want to do. And then he kind of goes into a, yeah, I went to that guy at one point and gave him this idea of a direction I should go into. And they were like, well, we'll run it by him. We never heard about it again. Right. But I think that's going to be one of the advantages of, I think, Triple H fully taking over soon. Because and actually it actually was reported recently that even Vince is having some health issues as of late.
2: Right, and and he isn't getting any older, younger, so it's it's about time.
0: What?
1: He's 75.
0: Right, <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. I don't know how much different people taking over matters, so that's the thing.
2: No, I, I think if you look at NXT and the like, way right, NXT is running, NXT running it's it's all Triple H's baby. Granted, Vince will, you can see when Vince touches something or here and there, because it's still his company, but nxt is triple h's baby and the product is just so much more superior even though it's technically the minor league system you know what i mean right. so it's it, it's gonna be a good time when triple h takes over completely but we'll see what happens with that i know triple h also has his favorites like everybody else, everybody else does so other people are gonna get buried as well but it'd be interesting to see the change of pace because you know how Vince, watching it over the last 30 years, you know what Vince loves and his prototypical favorite type of thing as well. Like the the Vince, the Triple H, no, not Triple H's, the the Hulk Hogan's and John Cena's and the Roman Reigns before he went heel kind of like superhero good guy, you know what I mean? So we'll see what happens with that. It's 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 a really sad day for the wrestling world with Brody Lee.
1: Hundred um, percent. But like Vin mentioned earlier, football. Um, Alright, I'm gonna throw my two cents in there. And Danny, you can go.
2: Alright.
1: We started. What was it? Owen five. Owen four. Owen six. Owen five. Right. right. A. Yep. B. We never really got the offensive line to gel until about halfway through the season.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We have zero outside pass rush. Right. We have a solid secondary who signed for next year now with the right. resigning of Logan Ryan.
2: Yeah, the whole secondary's back next year.
1: Um, it'll be interesting to see if Peppers holds out because he's on his option year next year.
0: Got some defensive tackle story about too, right? You got you right. got
1: Dalvin and and Williams. I think, I think you'll see somebody overpriced for Leonard Williams, so he can leave, and we'll get Dalvin back probably for a cheaper rate than Williams is gonna get. Right, it's gonna be interesting with that one. Hundred percent, see some team that has a ton of cap room overpaying for Leonard Williams.
2: And I could also see Dalvin getting overpaid a lot too. Somebody so, can also
1: oh, so. so there's another one. Uh I think Hill's got a couple years left, right?
2: Hill has one more year left. He's okay. in the Saquon Barkley uh draft class.
1: Okay. Wow, I feel like he's been around so much longer. So Well
2: Barkley... it's three years. <laughs> Barkley
1: they'll <laughs> probably pick up the option during the off season.
2: He will. He... Right, the but the only thing is we won't we won't get the him holding out, thankfully.
1: I'm not gonna sit here and guarantee that. Because we've seen it before.
2: I know. We've seen it. So I'm not going to sit here and say
1: we're not going to get it because I've seen it plenty of times. So no,
2: definitely. You're right. But um, it's more or less. On opening
1: day, if he's there without a new contract, a a new full contract, then okay, great. Then I'll believe it. Because look at Camara, He he showed up to camp for three weeks, and then the week before, he held out for three days. And then next thing you know, they paid him.
2: Right. Yeah, but he he wasn't. but Kamara wasn't coming off a, a MCL and ACL surgery. That's the difference.
1: I know, but still, he can come to camp.
2: Work oh, out for and sure, camp, it, and then, it could easily happen whenever. I'm just saying it's a little less likely. Again, let me let me
1: happen. let him show. Let's see what happens first if they're allowing
2: right.
1: practices and all that fun stuff come. Because right. I'm I'm be completely honest, I fully expect regular off for the NFL to be back. I, I feel it too. Um especially because they're just gonna be able to, to hold things together a little bit better, especially if you're gonna be in your own buildings and all that fun stuff. I think you'll have a regular off season with the NFL. Okay. So the other thing and I said this on last week's show to Vin, the biggest thing with the Giant offense is this. They have three slot receiver we they have two slot receivers in Golden Tate and Sterling Shepard. Tate's gone. Tate's
2: gone, yeah.
1: Shepard, I think they have to pay or may have a couple years left. Or may have a year or two left.
2: Yeah, I think they have one or two years left.
1: Okay. Um, Slayton, I like. I don't love. Never did love. Right. M- I like makes, I loved, plays, I loved
2: Slayton last year, but Makes, uh, yeah, makes I, I you
1: But was also very unhealthy this year, and we knew it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Daniel Jones needs help on the outside. They need that number one wide receiver, right? Mike Evans type of wide receiver who you're always on the outside. You're not, you're switching sides, but you're never moving into the inside. You're not running all these random routes, you know, the cut in, cut out routes. You're running slants. You're running deep routes. You're running cutbacks. You're running quick outs, simple routes at all times and reliable. So they need a, a number one receiver that does that. You know, going back to the days of Plaxico, you know, um, <clears throat> even Toomer a little bit before Plaxico showed up. You know, outside guys. Let but, Shepard be your slot guy.
2: Right. Um, so the billion-dollar question, if Gettleman stays or Gettleman, there's a new general manager, um, Well, that will be a, another subject for a different next week? Um, but the real question is, do you, do you draft the wide receiver in the first round or do you overpay for, uh, um, I
1: gotta see for, where, for where defense. we end up in that, in that round, because there's a couple of linemen in that right. top. There's a, like a, a heavy offensive line draft coming out this year. All right. And a lot of it is Bama guys sec guys big 10 guys okay there's this one kid i forgot what his name was um hey,
2: from Oregon?
1: no he's going top top three yeah
2: he's, he's going top five i, I wasn't sure if okay
1: no no that. no it's a kid out of northeast northwestern kit has played in i think either three maybe four years in northwestern every week has been a different spot on the line
2: that's interesting
1: Okay, so this is the type of guy that the Giants need to come in and be like, all right, Soldier, you're cut or you could retire your choice. Because I think there's no reason to bring Soldier back next year and have that cap hit. Right. Because Thomas, let's face it. Which was it? Was it last week? Not last week. No. When did we play? Yeah. When we played against the
2: Browns. No, but the Browns, yeah, Thomas played really well last you, week. You oh, didn't
1: um, even know Miles Garrett was playing. Right. And I know they they kept talking on the game. Oh, he he had COVID a couple weeks ago. I don't want to hear that.
2: No, Garrett, yeah. Thomas Miles Garrett's one of the best
1: defensive linemen Thomas, in the league.
2: Right. Thomas has been playing really well. Um, you need yeah, to solidify nice to the headed. right
1: side of the line. And this kid out of Northwestern solidify helps you on that right side.
2: Right right i i'm not sure what people in the building think of pert they don't really give him enough playing time i don't know if next year's the all right we're gonna put you there here but he hasn't taken the reins of Clem Fe- cam fleming so i don't know i think that's all you need to know but i would like to have him ha- battle someone going into camp next year and then maybe going r- end. I haven't looked at anybody who's coming into the draft. I know it's very heavy wide receiver and then like you mentioned line. So uh, that's the, the, the crazy thing we're is have. is that's while the we're recording we're gonna have is where we're gonna go. While
1: we're recording, we're picking tenth. By the right. next time we record, we could be picking somewhere from seventeen to thirty
2: two. Right. <laughs> Or fifth, it could be a top <laughs> five pick. Yeah, we're we're in this that no man, we're in no man's land right so, now. So, so where we will go draft wise,
1: of course we'll discuss later on, right? Where okay. we want to go, what we want to do, we'll you, we'll get into a whole draft thing come March, um, a whole nine yards, right? With that whole thing being said, right? Uh.
2: It It is very I have no, no complaints
1: it, about no matter how the season ends.
2: Yeah. Um, because you're, we've you're seen right. a lot
1: of development. And you saw it today. You saw it right. against Baltimore. Daniel Jones is not 100%. And the biggest problem with Daniel Jones isn't his play, isn't the way he plays. It's the fan base. Right. 16 years of a guy who never missed a game. When a guy misses a, a game, hey, Vin, how did you feel when Rodgers started missing some games?
0: it <laughs> was a breath of fresh air because the last guy played with a broken thumb for a whole season <laughs> no I, I you're i get what you're saying it's I, honestly, right though, you got Steve, so I'm used to watching the quarterback you, you Having knew to worry every about week a, a backup quarterback isn't a thing we've had to do for a while i get yeah it's, it's I, kind right of,
1: and I, then rogers comes in and he misses a week and you're like
0: okay is Matt what the fun about it? to beat the patriots guy? or do why I'm is seneca wallace playing
2: i'm so gonna be honest with you i'm giving dan jones one more shot for next season. I yeah, th- done. There has to be... There has to be... <laughs> no. There has to be a happy medium. What does he Daniel had?
1: Jones. What has he had? Minus Saquon. What has he had to play oh, with?
2: I, I, I agree with you with that. I'm, I'm not saying... I'm not saying... What, Don't bring what in Deshaun Jackson. I'm, I'm just saying, for the most part, there has to be a happy medium for Daniel Jones. Like, last year, he was... If he stayed healthy last year, he would have probably... Broke the rookie quarterback touchdown record, right? And now this year he can't even get to ten touchdowns. He would need to th- throw one next week to reach double digits this year. Yeah, but the crazy—the crazy, so there, the crazy we, thing about it, also, when you think team.
1: about it, who was his running back last year?
2: Saquon. Exactly. Oh, it was, it was Saquon. I mean, Saquon missed a bunch, and then it was Gallman that didn't. There wasn't factored and Buck Darren. That's all fine. I'm not disagreeing right. with you. Just saying. We need to find a happy medium to have which to comes back TV to Golden Touch.
1: Position. Tate is gone, you know. Right. You know, I read it was online today. Tate missing this week probably marks the end of his giant career. Right. Um, very cuttable contract, which is why when he signed for four years, no one looked at it as, as well. Other people are like, why would you sign this guy for four years? Nobody realizes in the NFL the four a four year contract could be a one year contract very easily.
2: Right. Of course. And like I just think with Daniel Jones except for I, I uh, Carson Wentz. I, I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a Garrett thing, I don't know if it's the weapons thing. It's it's an overall it's an overall suck fest right now offensively for the Giants. And I don't know if they're going to get rid of Garrett. Should they get rid of Garrett? Like there's so much more intricate Aspects to get into it. Is it Garrett? Is it the offense Jones? Are they too conservative? I think they're too conservative at times But is it because of Garrett or is it because of the the, the offensive weapons that we actually have because more times than not the weapon weapons on this team? Daniel will get them the ball or they'll just flat-out drop it or Daniel doesn't feel the pressure and he'll fumble the Evan ball. Ingram. <laughs> Yeah, Evan Ingram pro bowler, um Oh, please. I'm
0: not even going to get into I'm the <laughs> snub of my yeah. boy Bobby Don. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm not uh, even going to get into a, it. Excuse me. Excuse it's...
1: me. Evan Ingram, fantasy football champion 2020, baby.
0: Evan Ingram laughed when he got picked to the Pro Bowl. Okay. That's I have to say.
1: Evan Ingram put up 14 points on a championship fantasy football team tonight.
0: How, uh, again, <laughs> thanks to Alvin Kamara.
1: All right. Listen, that 14 points is going to be vital when Ryan Tannehill Evening smokes the Packers is, secondary for 10 touchdowns tonight. Okay. <laughs> Evan
2: Ingram is by far the most frustrating player on
0: the Giants. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: yep. I said that when they drafted him.
0: You're. You're right. You're, I said it when 100%. they drafted
1: him. I remember. I'll never forget the night they drafted him. They had like I think it was mid 20s, early 20s that they were picking.
2: the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Okay. And I remember I read it on Twitter that they were about to pick him, and I. I walked out of my room, opened the door angrily, and Dad goes, What's wrong? I was like, They're picking the worst tight end, the, a tight end nobody's heard of. And, right. and remember, if I remember correctly, either Howard or the kid the Browns took were still on the board. I think it was Chuka.
0: just Howard. Just remember, Devontae Adams used to drop the ball too. But it, it's different. Devontae Adams <laughs> that, was that, the that, cover that was, picture
1: on the that, worst player on every team's list. That,
2: I think the worst thing about the worst thing about Ingram is he's he's a good guy you root for him to do well but for whatever reason it just doesn't click and unfortunately he's gonna come back next year for the fifth year option and it's like you can't even say is he gonna break out because it's been 4 years of not knowing this year was the first year he actually stayed healthy for most of the season. So that's good on him. He he's a hard worker. So that's the most frustrating thing about Ingram, but it's just the, some games it's just like, it's like, what's going on with like him concentrating or maybe thinking too much to do a certain thing. Like it's a very frustrating thing with Evan Ingram being the focal point of our offense more times than not. And it's just like it's it's just a production issue sometimes with him. And it's like he can easily be in the same breath. I'm not saying it obviously right now because I would look asinine, but there's no reason why he can't be in that group right below the Darren Wallers, the the Kittles, and and uh, and Kelsey's. There's absolutely no reason for it. You know what I mean? And. That he can be,
0: be right in there with Austin Hooper and you right. know. Whatever, there's no Hunter Henry, he... those guys. Yeah,
1: those yeah, uh, those no... Cameron Braight.
0: Yeah. Right. There's no reason
2: why he's not in those conversations. And it's it's a it's a, it's a shame, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about the Giants off season. They could still technically make the playoffs the next year for if all things stay the way, the way they are now, obviously there's a lot of ball game left in the Cowboy Eagle game and the, the Washington football team versus the Panthers right now. But um, do they deserve to make the playoffs? Absolutely not. No one in this division does, um, but it's just, it's just playing with emotions, you know what I mean? And I, it's just something needs to give with, is it a Garrett issue? Is it a Daniel Jones issue? Is it the weapons around Daniel Jones as a whole? For Daniel Jones to have 9 touchdowns through even though he missed 2 weeks, even for him to have 9 touchdowns going into week 17, it's big problems. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's big problems and I and I hope I hope there's a nice happy medium from what he was last year to this year and we the, the Giants need to tap into that and fuck Vin, Find I just it. noticed the like, HD camera. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. It's
1: got like a delay in the background. Like the player looks fine, but the background looks kind of delayed.
2: Weird. I don't okay. like It's very laggy.
1: Also, so, so yesterday I picked up Andy Dalton as a safety blanket in case they like moved the Browns game or something.
0: Right. Should have played him.
1: Should have played him. Baker Mayfield. You should have played Breeze May- too. He had more points
0: than Baker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Breeze had point one four more points than Baker. <laughs> Fucking Baker!
0: What a disaster!
2: What a disaster! Um, so, so, Vin, Sunday night. I know, obviously, people are gonna know the outcome of the game. It's supposed to be a blizzard out in Green Bay, so it's gonna be interesting. Uh, it's gonna be an Aaron Jones, Derek, uh, Derek Henry show tonight on Sunday Night Football. So. Are you nervous? Are you Are going to be able to stop King Henry?
0: I don't think so. We're in Henry season, whatever you, Tractor Cito season. Tractor Cito, yeah. Um, Tractor Cito.
2: You know it's a
1: problem like, when the coach goes, this guy's strong and runs angry.
0: Right. Like, if anybody <laughs> should know how to stop them, it should be LeFleur, right? I. You would think. It's the first time he's playing them since he left so maybe there's a little added incentive in there. I, I'm i a little worried. I'll By the honest. way, when Andy I Dalton... I was when... the end of the week, but as we get closer and the snow just doesn't help. But their defense also stinks, so if it's right. not too windy enough where we can throw the ball, which it usually isn't, it's kind of...
1: The stadium's built uh-huh. where the snow comes in, but the wind doesn't play a factor in it.
0: I, he just knows the wind. Like, he was talking about it on McAfee show, like... If the wind's blowing one way on the flags, he knows he has to throw it a different way because the flags are deceptive or something. He just knows what he's doing, so I'm not, I don't really worry about it too much. But I hope, hope don't he knows how to play at his home stadium. I, yeah, I know, but I don't think he's going to know how to... I don't think they're, they're going to be able to stop Derrick Henry very much.
1: And listen, so, when, the, when the, Andy Dalton makes the playoffs, it just helps Kellen Moore get that head coaching job back at in Boise. In
0: Boise. I want Kellen him more coaching Boise State should have been a thing five years ago. One hundred percent. Like he
1: should have never left.
0: So excited. He should have never and he left. He to bring by, back the guy who won the Rose Bowl as the offensive coordinator.
1: What was that, that? The guy, guy who went and like scored the touchdown on the Statue of Liberty and then proposed yeah, at the same. he's Johnson
0: in... was the running back. Get him that guy. That guy back. <laughs> Where did that guy go? <laughs> I don't know. He proposed to his girlfriend right away, and then he went <laughs> off and happily married, didn't they? Happy.
1: Then he vanished from. Do
0: you think any of the like because Boise was good for like three years? Do you think any of those guys are NFL players? Somebody's got to be right. <laughs> uh, I think Kellen anybody Moore anybody may was. be
1: the most successful Boise person ever.
0: This, we'll we'll bring this up on the next show.
2: Um, how about how about? All right, this is a good topic. Um, for the football, just came to my head. Um, so the whole, um, Ryan Fitz magic last night and the Tua situation, like, what do you, how, what do you, how would you guys, if you were dolphin fans handle it? Granted they were when they won, so they would, everybody's happy, but deep down inside, you know, I would be pretty pissed that they took out to, your, your star,
0: our, our star sucks. rookie. <laughs> they just keep <laughs> doing it though. That's the problem. Like this is the, like the third time he's been benched. I think. And it's or at like, least the second time.
2: At least the second. But that was a blowout, right?
0: He I remember when it was a blowout,
2: out. so it was okay. So, I don't know.
0: Like, do you want to win? Like, uh, if we're being serious and if we're being honest with ourselves, you might as well just stick your quarterback with your quarterbacks because you gave the Chiefs your best punch and they still killed you. So like you're not beating the Chiefs, and, and that's right. really that's it. Touchdown! Boise State has actually five first-round picks in their history. Demarcus
1: Lawrence went to Boise State.
0: Yeah, showed uh. it late in Esch. So they actually had some decent Doug Martin. The Dugger. <laughs> but that was after they. Were Every on
1: single the- Cowboy went to Boise
0: State. Basically, what was, <laughs> so what were those years, Danny? Right, it was 2007 that Rose Bowl was. Yeah. Four. Who is this guy? Darren Jay Ajaji
1: went in 2015, the running back.
0: Darren College is a tackle on the Packers, he got drafted in the second round. He was on that team.
1: And he retired. And he wasn't terrible. Jay Ajaji was the running back for Miami for a little bit. He went to Boise, 2015 to 2019.
0: Yeah, Darren College is like the best one from recent times. Kimo von Olofen went to Boise. I yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, but that was he wasn't on that. That I know it uh, wasn't that team. Yeah, I Doug Martin Darren went to Coise. Boise. I know, but it wasn't that like the. Right, like it the wasn't team that team that was either. Good.
2: So next week for the Giants to win the division is they would if everything stays the same. Both uh, Dallas hold on And Panthers hold on They would need to beat the Cowboys And hope for Washington to lose Because Washington still has six wins Right yeah, That's not crazy It is. It isn't crazy Especially with Alex Smith's history no, Alex He's not even Smith. playing though He's not playing No he's not that's what I'm saying Like With the injury it, he was fine He practiced all week and then yesterday He comes sore and they're like, yeah, we can't play him. You know, if what
0: I mean? he, I know if he plays, oh, I don't know, because the Eagles are deceptive. Hurts look good, but I don't know. The Cowboys are finding themselves. I think that's going to be your big. Oh yeah, problem. no. Oh yeah, for sure.
2: Right, Dallas is going to find a way to win. This. And I, and it, well, last week I was like, oh, here we go.
0: Well, secondary is going to have their hands full, with. The way these guys are running around here today, Michael Gallup and CD and Cooper, all had big plays so far.
2: Right. Right. I think.
1: But I that think was the we thing. Were, we we handled the the wideouts. So it was Zeke and no offense was what held us against Dallas. Last time. Last time.
2: Right. right. Yeah. We needed a, 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 a fac roll. Yeah, we needed a fact roll to take a pick six. And then the two the last time we saw Darian Slayton pretty be alive, then that was someone wasn't set. Camp Fleming wasn't set, right? <laughs> yeah. And we had a fake we could have had a fake punt return yeah, fake punt. and then and then some not yeah, that game was frustrating. And that was before <laughs> Prescott got hurt and then he got well, hurt and then we blew it. Yeah.
0: That was the game he got hurt.
1: So this Dallas the game he eagle twisted game his ankle going right now is no, it was cramps. Remember, Tony Romo said it was cramps. It was
0: cramps. It was. <laughs> I hope it's not a cramp, Jim. <laughs> uh, I hope it's just a cramp, Jim.
1: <laughs> so, this is no, clearly totally. no secondary. We're just like, this is like seven on seven football.
2: Right. What Cowboy? Because
1: <laughs> Jalen just hit a ball down the. Oh, oh he never mind. He
0: murdered. Okay, but they got back. Boise State That's in the house. Murdered. Yeah, Boise State. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> or was it that Randy Gregory? Oh, right there's Gregory. Uh, Here we go. Here comes the $65 million
1: quarterback playing next week.
0: Who are the Chargers? How are the Chargers going to blow that one? That's the question. Um, But I'm in. But I'm in.
1: <laughs> that was great. You know, it's interesting. And I, and I was talking to Vin about this last week. The Raiders. The Raiders. Right? A little bit back to them. Right. They're... They just I'm I'm not blaming Gruden <laughs> because it's oh, not I'll his fault Gruden. their defense sucks. But
0: <laughs> well, he is the head coach. It, they did show the funny thing about that that play was the guy the corner who was like underneath was playing the flat and there was no one there. Like he was he <laughs> was playing a zone of with no one in the area. Like there was no reason for him to and, not run with the guy.
1: And it's funny too because I forgot I had the Dolphins kicker, so, um, I put the game on with two minutes left because it was a one point game, it was a close game, it was a pretty good football game,
2: right? Most uh, of the time, oh, yeah, it was a very good football
1: game. Um, so I put the I game, game on. I'm watching it, and I'm just like, score the touchdown! Like in my mind, I'm scoring that touchdown.
0: Always. To me I like to get the touchdown too. I don't know if it's, it's gonna give them more right. time, but still.
1: Yeah, but I'd rather give them in, more in, time in with 2020,
2: no timeouts. In two thousand twenty the how the offenses are, you have to score the touchdown there.
0: Yeah.
1: And also their defense in general.
2: And kicking and kicking it now, kickers can kick it fifty. And also yards it's indoors. And it, yeah, and kick and kickers now make fifty two yarders like in their sleep, so it's not like how it was twenty years ago, right. like 40, get to and the... makeable, right, 40 and,
1: and in is make a ball, and then and beyond, you're like, all right, see, this is a prayer. See, if that game was, let's say, tonight, right, and Tennessee's marching down the field.
2: Sure, then you
1: kick Then, right. then you're kicking a field goal, and you're going to be like, all right, cool, it's snowing and windy, go. Right. go.
0: They got to get to the 30-yard line to kick a field goal at this point.
1: Right. right, but in Oakland, in indoors, right, that stadium, yeah, I think, Las is Vegas. fully roofed. Yeah, it is indoors. yeah, in Las Vegas. Okay, it is. Wherever yep. they play, whatever state they're in, there.
0: Yeah, it's a Death Star.
1: Okay, um, toilet bowl, um, but still, like, you gotta realize, like, okay, cool, you you punch As- it in with a minute, five left, right? Or even yet, you had third and goal from the two, and you were taking knees. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> even try. Like. Take your third and goal from the two. Let the clock go down to like 30-something seconds and punch it in.
0: Or well, try to punch it in at least. Don't take a knee. Try.
1: Right. Try and punch it in. Now you kick the field goal with even less time. Now they have less time. And in all fairness, I'm just throwing it out there if you watch the replay. Nine out of ten times, that's holding on Eric Flowers. <laughs> you saw the defensive lineman's shoulder pads going up and his hands wrapped around his shoulder pads. So, granted, they got him from the face mask, yes, but it was also holding on Eric Flowers. (laughs) Surprise, surprise.
0: (laughs) Shocking.
1: Eric Flowers almost gave up a sack or a holding penalty in the final minute of the game. Who would have thought it? But still, again, you know, good for the Dolphins and their ugly jerseys. Tramp stamp logo. (laughs)
2: The Dolphins should go back to their old school jerseys.
1: Or at least just do something.
2: <laughs> oh, we can't talk, forget about the Jets winning, having a two-game winning streak <laughs> being the hottest team in the league. I mean, um, <laughs> Jets are going to jet.
1: Jets what? are going to jet.
2: Mean, but today was mean? different. Today was different. Like, I, the Browns, if the Browns had any or, uh, anybody on their receiving core,
0: they would have blown them out. Yeah, but and, and the Jaguars got blown out enough where it was like you might as well just win. Like you're not gonna right. I don't think they go to third. They might be able to next week if they win again. Cause there are some three loss teams, but Right. I don't, I, I think there's no way the Jags
1: the Jags uh, automatically have the first pick, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, they basically locked it up. They did, yeah, they can't. Yeah, can't there's any, no way yeah. of
1: the Jets getting that pick.
2: No, they yeah.
0: could only be even now. They could both be... If they win next week, they could both be even, and the Jaguars have a tiebreaker. Have a tiebreaker. Right.
1: I mean, that's why the Jaguars played Mike Glennon today, because they were playing for the win. Correct.
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for Trevor Lawrence that he has to go to the Jaguars now, though. Did you see oh, that, like, well, was...
1: <laughs> everybody wants that job, apparently, now?
0: Well, you think? Shocking. <laughs> you have a 1,000-yard running back say. you picked up off the street, and I don't and a Pro Bowl quarterback walking in the door. I mean, I think I think you'll be OK. And DJ Chark, he's pretty good. And you
2: a running guard to... that
0: comes out of nowhere. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: And they'll forget Miles Jack is still there for his 800th year in football.
0: I confuse Miles Jack and Miles Garrett all the time.
1: <laughs> it's the same player.
0: Might as well be. <laughs> you
1: know. When the Browns are on offense, he flies to Jacksonville to play defense.
0: <laughs> He's super. <laughs> it's like the Cameron Jordan Jordan Cameron thing from the league. <laughs> ah, all
1: right, boys. What else you got? Hockey's coming back.
0: Thankfully, I think. I think. Yeah, there was just a tweet <laughs> from. Uh... David Pagnata from the fourth period, I think, is the website he writes for. Talking about farzi in his contract negotiations, he says this hasn't, nothing's close at the moment, but things are expected to pick up, and he's on his way back. He's set to come back this weekend.
1: Right. So the, the players haven't been asked to come back yet. Camp starts next week.
0: Right. The the some camps start I think on this the 30th. Week. The playoff, the teams non-playoff playoff
1: a- teams are starting this week.
0: Yeah, and the playoff teams start a little later. Um, I'm not worried about it; they'll figure things out. But it is like we're getting towards time where where they do have to, you know, make things official because there's a lot of like Matt Martin has a contract, but he doesn't have a contract. And Andy Corey Green Snyder still isn't officially an but... islander, official right? the three of them all have contracts, but don't have officially have contracts because they didn't want to get offer sheeted. So there's a lot of like, you know, little just paper. I guess paperwork at this point to fill out, but physicals, things it, like that. Yeah. Get it figured out and it'll be fun. Uh, yeah. And don't delete really them Kamarov. off. That's my only question. Yeah. Okay. I had a question
2: because I haven't been really following yet. I know sure. the scheduling and
0: everything. Is yeah. all
2: set up different divisions? Major so, league
1: baseball style schedule.
2: So it's only divi-
0: they're only playing the the division. Yes.
1: Yeah. Fifty six games against your division. And eight then
0: teams right? There's there's eight teams in the division, so it's everybody seven uh seven, seven to eight times. times. Or it's the other way around. I forget.
1: Um and also the finals could end up being an East and East team. Right. So They're basically going to do a league standings in the postseason. So basically you're the top. That should be cool. So it's going to be top four from each division makes the playoffs.
2: Okay.
1: You'll play one round. You'll play one round. Winners play the winners. And then everybody goes into the playoffs. And then they seed that based on points. So ideally you can have, let's say, Islanders and Capitals end up as the one and two in the East division. You know, or um, Islanders and Bruins. Them. who's in the central uh tampa let's say islanders in tampa right. right so it could end up being like islanders tampa stanley cup finals
2: correct right.
1: it actually opened up that they're going to have it where it could be any one of the like you could basically right. like it's the Islanders could play vancouver four, in, the in that in the right. semifinals.
0: so you technically that- like right if the, if the if tampa's one and the islanders are two they could their opponents beat their opponents and play each other in cup finals or the other way around basically. yeah where right, right, right. i see what you're saying yeah
1: so one team's going to come out of each division into the into the the finals finals and that's going to be and that will right. be seated based on points correct
0: so it's i mean i'm just glad it's back get islander ranger home at home start the season that's going to be crazy no it's
1: home home for the rangers
0: oh is it yep Let's both games at, games at the Garden. Both well, games at the Garden at the start of the season. It. I just assumed it was – I saw it was at the Garden at first day. I just assumed it was a home-and-home. Home.
1: Okay. You would think that the Islanders and Rangers could do a home-and-home, home, but they're trying to limit travel. But really, what kind of tra- – what are these two – yes. where are we going?
2: <laughs> and but the Islanders are at the col- – uh, they're at the Coliseum officially,
0: yeah. right? Yeah, they're going to play yep. at
1: the Coliseum game. Uh, well,
0: that's, the other thing is they're playing the Rangers twice the first two games. Then it's – I mean, I guess it's kind of – it's less. It's going to be more spread out the rest of the season. I kind of would have rather you're I don't know get one every so often
1: you see what i'm saying yeah but they're also trying to limit travel as much as possible with the schedule well, yeah if so there's like the a schedule, stretch the islanders it's go like on two,
0: it's two game stretches every every team they play basically
1: i feel i think it's like late january early february where they're going on a stretch where they're playing the devils for a game but then they go to like washington for two straight games and then philly for two straight games It's like a weird right. style they set it up Thankfully, again to a, limit for
2: this division because the, the central division's tough because, like, no, the not. Panthers <laughs> and the Lightning are going to have to deal with it a lot. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what would happen with that.
0: So the schedule to start the for the Islanders is Rangers, Rangers. Then they go home to play Boston. But then it's home at home Devils, two in D.C., two in Philly, two at home against Buffalo. And then a Pittsburgh. So, like, the first, you know, 10 games is against four people. Right. Then it kind of breaks up again. There's a double in Buffalo. There's a double in Pittsburgh. There's so going to be a lot, lot of hockey. doubles,
1: which is going to turn, like, the league's been trying to push fighting out. I'm sorry, but this is going to. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, that's not... okay. This
1: This is going to be. You're basically going to be watching playoff hockey for three months. And also, the crazy thing is. 116 straight days of hockey there's
0: no there's no, th- there's no break they, between, no
1: between season yeah. ending and postseason starting really yeah usually there's yeah. about four or five days great. I don't know there's no Leander's break there. end
0: the season with four against Buffalo and New Jersey which is good for them <laughs> should be bad teams anyway anything else Buffalo's no. winning the
1: This is the type of season where Buffalo oh, goes out of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> the, Knicks,
2: the Knicks suck and the Nets are really good, and that's about it. We can't for, not forget about those two. And teams. the Clippers
1: lost by 51 points to the Dallas Mavericks.
0: Oh. <laughs> After. I. Okay. I'm not going to talk about my betting This it's been a bad betting day.
1: When isn't it?
0: Yeah, you Let... suck. Betting, <laughs> Last week.
1: You're I like the worst five degenerate, five degenerate gambler ever.
0: I was 500 last week. I went 2-2-1. This week, I took the over in the Falcons-Chiefs game. They didn't score in the first (laughs) quarter. I I took the under in the Bears-Jaguars game. I think the Bears went over themselves.
1: Well, shocking.
0: I took the Colts, and they blew it. I took the Rams, and they're losing. And I I bet the Packers, which is never a good idea.
1: Well, that was dumb. You should have took the Titans, knowing your own luck.
0: But usually, the last time I took so this is the thing, I don't know why I did it. I usually only take the Packers when I know it's for sure. Like when they played the Niners that game in the middle of the season when the Niners were dead.
2: The
1: Thursday that. night game.
0: Yeah. The I funniest bet
2: thing game. with me is I blew forty five bucks because I'm like, not I haven't gambled all season. Let me let me sign up on my bookie account and just whatever you know. Right. So I put forty five bucks so that was the the less you can put on it. So I was like, all right, fine. So I parlayed the Chiefs game, the Chiefs didn't cover and they didn't go over against the Broncos. So I was like, "All right, great. So there there's money there." And then I lost. I had a parlay. I had the Steelers and I had um yeah, when the Steelers lost to to the the Redskins. Oh, I'm watching okay. the Washington football team. So I'm like, "All right, I can see how this is going." I had yeah. the I had the Steelers money line with the Bills. Because that was when they had the two Monday night games, so the Bills won, and then of course the Steelers lost to the Washington team. I was like, all right, this is great. So I put like my last whatever money I had left in the account, and I had, I had the uh, LSU game when the Florida, and I had Florida money line, and I forgot what I, I had the other game in the parlay that didn't work. Uh, that worked out, but the Florida game, Florida. The, well, that the the, you
1: the you, should, you should write them an email shoe. and be like, it's not my fault that dumbass threw a shoe. The shoe game.
2: The shoe game. So I was like, oh. Oh, I lost because the guy just threw yeah. a shoe. <laughs> it was like, five. I would have won like 10 bucks, but it doesn't matter. But it was just one of those. I, I I mean, it's
1: it's 10 bucks though. You you need to be super pissed off. The guy threw a shoe. Like it was super no, funny. You like, couldn't I see I the field. I know
2: people
1: but people everybody saw like, that guy I throw was, a shoe. Mine
2: was 10 bucks, so it's whatever. But I'm like, Correct. I just lost because a guy threw his shoe.
0: <laughs> I'm at the point, and I, I don't know, I put money into this account, like, on the Super Bowl. And I, I did really well Super Bowl Sunday. I think I won, like, four bets. The only bet I lost was the color of the Gatorade at the end of the game. So, like, it's the money's just sitting there. So I just bet, like, 20 bucks a game just to, like, you spend the money. But I've been winning. Like, I won, I think I won two out of three on Christmas Day with basketball-wise. It's... I won yesterday i'm still using the, the, DSi the site? what are you use it what site are you using i using uh what is it Bovida? yeah Bovida. it's yeah, like an online casino but you can only get paid out in like bitcoin which i could sell the bitcoin and it would work but it's just too complicated the best is
2: the best is yeah i have i have that's uh FanDuel.
0: The, I the next time in uh,
2: the i have like hundred bucks in FanDuel just waiting for me. <laughs> waiting for me. you to cross a bridge.
0: <laughs> See, once once FanDuel becomes in New York, I'm screwed. Like, I think I'm screwed.
1: No, and
2: you just got to be smart, man. This, yeah. This,
1: and also, you got to realize... I, you
2: know what I think it also is, Vin? I think you're probably going to do it less because you you have the freedom to do it. Right. And it's a lot easier to do it. Like,
0: yeah, like right. now
2: you, it's more of a hassle to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah
1: the thing is Please, yeah it's like it's coming Nothing to new york even even como hasn't actually said it but he like it has to it kind of like to. was under his breath type of saying about a month ago he was they were they were asking like how is new york gonna get money back on all this stuff and one of the things Bingo. he talked about was sports gambling
0: especially yeah, especially with covid now everybody has to make money back this is gonna fly through
1: right and also all the taxes that they can charge on it and things yeah. like that at the end of the year like the state can make a lot of money back just based on... All country, yeah. I can name name 20 people.
2: They already have a bunch of casinos anyway. Right.
1: And I can name about 20 people that have spent their Sundays because you can't go to games at that FanDuel place in New Jersey.
0: Right. Right. So. All right. Now that we got our betting talk out. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody have a good week have a happy new year happy Enjoy healthy the rest safe new year happy, new year.
1: happy yes. kwanzaa We forgot to say that last week
0: hey, happy kwanzaa
1: um again safe new year um don't her...
2: drink and drive granted no one can go out but don't drink and drive
1: no one's going anywhere right you go anywhere <laughs> what was the thing Stay called there. courage for carson
0: courage for carson
1: Courage for Carson uh, we will share the link for everybody who wants to donate on their own it's a goFundMe page um, every little penny counts just remember keep sharing our show and keep sharing it with all your friends and family to listen we're donating three dollars for every listen that we get and we'll we'll make a we'll post a, a thing about how much we we donate it next week um, again everybody enjoy your your final week of football coming up. Uh, The regular season. We made it to the end somehow. (laughs) Somehow, someway, they survived getting through all the COVID stuff. Um, Hockey will be back. And... We'll talk to you guys in 2021. Introducing S N Snapshots, a new photography business started up by S N D podcast co-host Stephen. Make sure to follow him on all of social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, by searching S N Snapshots. That's shots with a Z. He can also be reached very easily through his website snsnapshots.com. So if you need a photographer for any sort of event and/or project, contact S N Snapshots now. <laughs>